This is Hanging Heavy. What is going on, everybody? Um, I don't know how to say this other than we've appreciated everyone that's listened throughout the years that we've done this show, but due to unseen circumstances, we're going to have to end the show. So instead of dragging it out and having a dumb show that doesn't even matter anymore. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Psych! <laughs> April Fools, motherfucker! You're so stupid! You fell for it! Idiots! Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, 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 who's that? Ooh, who am I? Whoops, uh. It's the Christmas of, uh. Taxi. Well, for those of you that are not new around here, you recognize him, but for anyone new, that's my boy, my one and only confidant, Malbolgia. Woo! Let's go! But yeah, fucking uh, long-awaited episode of uh, Hanging Heavy. Surprise, motherfucker! He be like, shut the fuck up. Uh, without any more time wasting, at the top of every show, we have a tradition where we take a shot, or we take a big gulp, we chug a beer, we do whatever the fuck we want, because we drink when we record, and, uh, that's alright. If you want to go ahead and join in, do so. If not, fuck you. You ready? Let's go. Uh, three, two, one. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but, the. Uh... With the finest of all liquors. Ugh. I'm still drinking that guitarron shit. Oh, I already, I already did that one. I actually, I drank that. Yeah. It got me good, man. It got me good. <laughs> well, on top of that, uh, a local brewery uh, opened up not too long ago. And uh, I wanted to check it out. And I just dragged my ass and never got around to it. But... I swung by and I picked up a mix six, and uh, I'm trying one of their wheat ales. I'm not gonna shout them out because, I mean, uh, it's uh, free advertising, right? And uh, also don't want to dox myself. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna name it their wheat ale. Now, if you know where this show's recorded, then you know, and if you know, you, you know. know, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's uh, again local brewery, so support local. Uh, the can looks like your run-of-the-mill fucking microbrewery. I mean, that's what it is. Let's be honest. But we're down south in the brown, brown, brown part of Texas, and uh, it's this is not uh, this is not in the city's fashion, right? Like, the city wouldn't... This is not normal kind of shit, so it stands out, right? That's why I wanted to go check it out. It's very unique. Yeah, like, this is a place where everyone drinks fucking the, either Miller Lite or Bud Light. 
Or no, I say they drink uh what's it called? Michelob? No. Yeah, Michelob Ultra. Yeah, Michelob is a lot pretty of popular down here. Uh so yeah, I mean I personally I mean I've been drinking beer since I was fucking 14 or whatever humble brag and I mean I've tried it all I personally prefer darker style beers but whatever Uh, that's not again like that's not something that you run across in people in this area and that's one of the things that me and Malbolja also like bonded with Uh, so yeah fucking this is a wheat ale, I guess you could... I wouldn't call it like a Hefeweizen. But... Uh, the the chick that sold it to me, she was like, it's kind of like... If you can compare it to something, maybe like Blue Moon. Oh, yes, it's a, just a... a like a... Rolled in the wheat. Yeah, rolled in yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got a... It's got good color and it's a wheat ale, so it's cloudy. And uh, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, if I had to rate it out of 10, I'm not a huge wheat ale kind of guy, but it's good to have something different every now and then. And I mean, if out of 10, I would rate it a solid 6.5, edging to 7. That's not bad. I'd keep drinking it if there was a six. But uh, it's kind of one note. Yeah, there's no conflict flavors of yeah. orange and uh, what is it? Phenomenal beers have orange and coriander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's clean, right? Don't get me wrong. It it doesn't have like. A bitter trailing aftertaste like normal beers this like this get and it's not skunky I mean it's brewed here so it didn't have to travel really um, it's very light it's it's a good beer I'm not gonna say it's not is it the best beer I've ever had no not by a long shot but it's good I'd drink it again So so how let's see how would you drink it like on a on a hot afternoon and a yeah that would be a good one like outside doing a cookout or no I wouldn't be drinking it like if I'm directly in the sun you know but like if it's hot outside and then you go inside and get a nice beer that kind of deal. Yeah, but I mean, this is just, I have three different kinds. This is the first one. Um, and yeah, I, I'm so far I'm enjoying this one. And uh, if I crack open another one during the recording of this episode, I'll mention it. <laughs> but yeah, moving on. I stumbled across this uh, article from the Smithsonian Magazine. And I thought it was fucking wild. Just the headline. Let me read it to you. This massive meatball was made with woolly mammal DNA. 
So here's the subtitle. Meant to be more sustainable than animal meat, this lab-grown alternative might offer a glimpse into the future of food production. Uh, and there's a picture of it, and it's a fucking massive meatball. I don't know what else you want to say. And the tag on the picture, the meatball made with woolly mammoth DNA was unveiled at a museum in the Netherlands. Uh, so here, let me see. Okay, so let's just read the article verbatim. Fuck. Uh, the article was written by Alex Chun. So uh, all credit goes to that fucking person. In a sense, the extinct woolly mammoth has returned as a meatball. On Tuesday, an Australian cultured, or yeah, cultured meat startup revealed a sphere of lab-grown meat produced with a DNA sequence from the elephant-like mammal. You won't be able to find this product in grocery stores. This creation was not meant to be eaten, at least for now. Instead, the mammoth meatball aims to highlight the environmental impacts of standard agriculture practices and present cultured meat as a viable option for food production down the line. So essentially they're saying, look, we can do it now. We got that technology. We got the science. Yeah. Um. So, fuck. I don't know. Manip- <laughs> DNA manipulation. Holy shit! How did that? How is this the same guys? That other idiot. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, man. That's fucked, kind of. Like, other countries are doing it, right? Let's let's be real. They've already cloned sheep and shit. Oh, of course. Like er, uh, everyone, everyone to watch the auto. Everyone to be like the first on the the cutting edge of science. Yeah. On the cutting edge, yeah. Um, fucking, I don't know. I I think this is wild. Like, it's cool that they're being able to like make. Hopefully, it's actual meat. I don't know how they grow the tissue, or if there is even tissue. But I don't know. It's interesting but scary at the same time. At least for me. Yeah, like it's it, it's it's good because all the like, yeah. I mean, they're not doing just to clone it, doing it before, like the like, like, like other processes, like they can clone that and they can clone like a liver you know, or getting or claw, yeah, a heart for for sure. Start harvesting organs for humans, yeah, yeah. but also like you really pushing the envelope, and, you know, you watch science fiction and like things can go horribly wrong here, yeah. I've seen a lot of movies where it does, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, that brings me on to this. Uh, I stumbled upon this also while I was looking up this uh, mammoth meatball. So popular mechanics, very common, are very uh, 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 like it's a very well-respected institute. Popular mechanics. Uh, so here, this article: scientists are reincarnating. The Woolly Mammoth to return in four years. And this was posted in January 30th of 2023. 
So here, let me go ahead and read this article. Hold on. First, let me give uh, Tim Newcomb his publishing credit. But the long-dead woolly mammoth will make its return from extinction by 2027, says Colossal, the biotech company actively working to reincarnate the ancient beast. I'm going to go ahead and stop there because that's all that I need to read. Uh, what was the name so of like, that? What are your like? What are your thoughts? Like, what are your concerns about that? About how you know, like, let's say it's four years, like a fucking like you see like a uh, in the zoo, like uh, like a whole bunch of extinct animals. Oh, yeah, single animals. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You think things are gonna go south? Well, I mean, they do that, and then what's What's to stop them to keep going? Well, they're not, they're, if they do, they're not going to stop themselves. Yeah, exactly, so. dude. That's why I'm saying that's that's where I'm like, where I have the issues or whatever. Well, I mean, I I guess like mm, I said, like I know what you have, and of course, no, them. But like in comparison to like our elephants, are they smaller, larger? Oh, like, they're fucking way huger. Really? So we like, 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 let's say one gets loose, so we like Hold a huge, on. huge motherfucker, like, on a fucking round face. Hold on, I mean. Woolly mammoth sight compared to. Oh. I guess not. So, according to National Geographic, woolly mammoths were probably around the size of African elephants, around 13 feet tall. But uh, also, according to AZ Animals, a woolly mammoth more or less stood at five meters tall, whereas an elephant is more, uh, almost four meters. Uh, fucking, how much is a fucking meter? Sorry, everyone, I'm American. I don't know. Uh, I don't know meters. Isn't it like, 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 I think it's like three and a half feet. Five meters is 16 feet. Uh, so four meters would be what? Like fucking 12? 13? Yeah. Okay. So uh, our elephants are average 14 feet. Uh, those woolly mammoths are averaged uh, 16 or more. Um. I don't know. Again, like we've all seen Jurassic Park. Oh, right? that's why. I, oh, yeah, but they don't have any, any fucking like woolly mammoths there. They just have dinosaurs. Yeah, but like, who's to say they create the woolly mammoth and that just decimates an ecosystem that they drop it in? Sure. It's like introducing bugs that we're not resistant to, you know? Yeah, uh, sure. I don't know. I think that's wild. Science fucking trips me out. I love it because it's like, oh, what, what, what's possible now? What isn't, you know? Like, but according, again, to uh, this one, this article was posted on the New York Post. And it was written by Brooke Steinberg. Titled, Man Infected with Deadly Plant Fungus in World First Case. So a man in India caught a plant fungal disease in a world first case of human infection. Uh, 
the people wrote that the 61-year-old patient came to the hospital with complaints of a reoccurring couch, hoarseness of voice, difficulty swallowing, and a sore throat, and fatigue for three months. The man who wasn't named is a mushroom hunter, and he had no underlying health conditions before. There's your problem. Yeah, so uh, they showed that uh, he had abscess in his neck. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so essentially he was uh, slowly, slowly dying. And that's why he didn't feel good. Uh, I want to say he survived. Yeah, yeah, okay. Doctors confirmed that after... Oh, what the fuck? This happened two years ago. Fuck off. Oh, that's old news, man. Yeah, it says here. Oh, shit. You know what? I gotta take a quick commercial break. So, with that being said, uh, rich and rare. When you're striving to be one of the best in the industry, you've gotta take steps. Steps to ensure that you're different from the rest. With recipes passed down from generation to generation, it isn't about making a product that'll sell. No, it's more than that. It's about heritage. It's about pride. So we're introducing to you people now recipe so strong it'll knock you dead reintroducing dead pappy's moonshine with the blood sweat and tears determination and integrity for our blue collared brethren we bring you dead pappy's moonshine Dead Pappy's Moonshine, LLC. They're not responsible for any blindness, deafness, soreness of mouth, rashes, or any unknown side effects due to drinking Dead Pappy's Moonshine. And we're back. And shout out to Dead Pappy's Moonshine. Some good shit. But yeah, fucking fungus boy over here, uh... I guess he's a truffle farmer or whatever. I think he's like a, yeah, like, he's like a truffle farmer or like like a scientist. Also, like he does research. Oh, whatever. He, I guess, you can say the science really took a hold of him. <laughs> I guess for all the exposure, dude. Like that's, and then they're having before. I guess no one had been exposed and not been exposed yeah. every day. I bet you he was like eating a lot of it. Or some shit. It was like in the air. Spores or whatever. That's how they get you. <clears throat> but yeah, I guess... Uh, moving on from that. Uh, I finally got to see uh, a movie. So let's uh, let's talk about that. Now, the movie that I saw today... Uh, I was curious to see I was curious to see it when they had a I guess announced it and the movie that I'm talking about is Winnie the Pooh 
Blood and Honey. Uh, yeah, you like that, idiot. It's all blood and thunder. Um, hey, that would have been a good... Uh, Alright. A good song. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so... It's a horror movie about Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh's, uh, I guess, license or their rights went public domain. So they hopped right on it. Uh, Now here, look, let me give you the quick intro. Uh, The movie's like an hour and a half long. And probably the best part of the movie is the first 30 minutes. Mm, But the intro started off with like... I guess sketches of uh, the narrator essentially discussing how uh, all the creatures there are like part of some, I I guess, like rare race or like rare anomaly where humans and animals became one, right? So they're uh, humanoid uh, animals. And... uh, fucking it it starts off talking about like their history of oh well, they met Christopher Robin when they were all young and like he helped them a lot he took care of them he fed them and shit and they all grew up uh together and uh eventually uh Christopher Robin had to go away for uh what do they call it for uh for uni and uh he left, right? So he left them to fend for themselves, but since he essentially was taking care of them, they didn't really know how. So they, I guess, just, uh, they couldn't find food. They, they couldn't take care of themselves, so they came, they became famished. And, uh, one night, uh, there's Eeyore, Piglet, uh, owl, Tigger, and Pooh, right? So, uh-huh. Tigger, Piglet, Owl, and Pooh decided to gang fuck Eeyore. What the fuck? I'm not gonna say how or what happens, but he's uh, eliminated right off the bat. Uh, imagine being alone with no Christopher Robin and all you hear is that fucking sour puss. God damn. But yeah, fucking... That's not why. I, that that would be my reason why I would kill Eeyore first. Fucking... Such a drag, bro. Huh? Well, whatever. So, uh, in that, like, that... The fact that they had to do that to one of their own, like, traumatized the rest of them. So they made a pact to essentially go feral and, like, denounce their humanity. So they decided also they were never going to talk ever again. And uh, Christopher Robin goes, and this is how the movie starts off. He goes back, yeah, grown up and shit. He's taking his uh, fiance, and he I, essentially he's trying to prove that he's not crazy to her. And she's just like, "Yeah, it's fine." Like everyone had uh, imaginary friends growing up, and he's like, "No, bitch, they're real. Fuck you. I'll kill you." <laughs> he's not like that, but. Uh, <laughs> That would have been way cooler. Just Christopher Robin, a piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, Well, fucking whatever. He takes her back. 
and uh, they find them, and, well, like, they're fucking pissed at this dude. They kill his fiance in front of him, and uh, they piglet and poo, like, entrap him, and, like, it cuts to black. And then there's, like, some more drawings and shit, and that's how the movie starts. Like, holy fuck. They gave, the, they turned on him. And, uh, fucking, so that pulled me in. I was like, oh, fuck, they killed Christopher Robin right at the beginning? Fucking, let's go. What the rest, what's the rest of this movie? Right. Like? And, uh, the movie continues on, and it, it's essentially an all-female cast, and the None of them can fucking act. They're just like shitty European actresses. It's a European movie, so if you've ever oh, seen okay. European horror I movies, if you've ever seen a European horror film, they're usually terrible actors, and like the only turning point is usually the gore, <laughs> the gore or the violence. Right? It's usually like fucking over the top, and. uh I don't know what you came, you were expecting out of this movie, but the way I can describe, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm not expecting a lot, so yeah. So I'm gonna be honest with you; it's exactly what you expected. It would be. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say it's a bad movie, but I can't say it's a good movie either. <laughs> so what is it? The it's a movie. <laughs> it's just a movie. Yeah, like there was more. I guess I disliked about it than it than it had redeeming qualities. But like, kudos for fucking attempting to make uh, a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. I mean, I don't know. I probably could have written a better movie, but I don't write movies, right? So I should just shut the fuck up and sit down, right? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fucking Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, it, out of five, I would give it a a one point two, a three. Like, oh, if, not bad. If you miss it, you're not missing anything. If you want to see something absurd, uh, go ahead and watch it. <laughs> the there was a uh, one thing that kind of bugged me. Uh. In, in one of the kills, fucking uh, Winnie's, uh, like, manhandling, like, one of these women, these college chicks. I don't know what to call them, really. Um, but fucking, he's manhandling one of these girls. And, like, he just blatantly rips her shirt off. Like, for no reason at all. Like, it didn't benefit him at all. Like, essentially, kind of, there was no... It was just like for the audience. Yeah, but yeah, like tits for the sake of tits, right? Yeah. But the chick didn't even have tits, right? Like she was super uh. flat chested and she was more nipple than titty, if you if you catch my drift. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there was other chicks in the movie that had bigger breasts and they didn't show those. What the fuck? What the hell? Maybe they could not afford them. <laughs> Maybe not. But whatever. Fucking. I'm sure the only one that was willing to do it. Yeah. I've got nothing to show off anyway. All right. Oh uh, yeah. I got nothing to lose. Fucking. It, it was all right. Like I said. 
if you got an hour and a half to burn and you don't really care about going too deep into what you're watching, watch uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, your boy, Desi, doesn't give it his seal of approval, but like I said, it's something to watch. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Oh, it's actually, on streaming. Actually, speaking of that, I just found out that they're doing a, like a classic Power Rangers throwback movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer today, and I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, I have only one complaint about that. What's that? Uh, it's outdated. I thought they would use like, like the, like, like the, like the how they're called, like the fucking swords. The swords. I, yeah, I thought they would be like CGI or they look like using the same, the same the footage. Same yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. Uh, the the other big glaring issue that I saw was fucking. Billy. What's that? Uh, Billy, the Blue Ranger. Oh, uh, well, dude, they all look old. What do you want? Is he that what you're looks to old, dude. He looks old as fuck. Oh, I, I think they all, they all look the same age. Or I think like the Black Ranger's old. The black dude. Old. The black dude looks almost identically to the way he did back then. You can tell he's older, right? But like. Black don't crack, dude. You, but black people age uh. fucking awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was like, man, fucking Billy's old enough to be fucking Zordon in this movie. This guy's fucking a thousand years old and he's going to save the world? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's funny. You, you know, like, like, like when, they're, when they have their helmets on, they look all slim and trim. Yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. they have their you get tired of that. Yeah, but fucking Jason is back. Uh it's Jason, Billy, Zach, and they're essentially like putting in some lore that uh, Rita Repulsa killed Trini and like her daughter's gonna avenge her or some bullshit, but whatever. I saw that there was no fucking Green Ranger, so I don't give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> he was the coolest Ranger. He was the only reason why I watched. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I read that he's not a part of it, so fuck it, I'm out. And I guess with that being said, uh, we've already reached the time that I wanted to go to, so uh, I, I do want to mention, I talked about getting some guitar pedals to start fucking around with music a little more uh, personally, I guess, and uh, I, recre- I recorded a little something something that I'm working on so hopefully in the next episode I'll post a little bit of that snippet and uh, your boys uh, feeling pretty good about this purchase I'm your boy Desecrator I want to go ahead and thank Mel Bolger for joining me thank you thank you no thanks necessary I'm always happy to be here with that being said hopefully everybody's safe and in good health I'm your boy Desecrator this was Hanging Heavy As always, much love and rich and rare.